started. All right, we good. Recording. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. Episode 148 is on the way. Happy March to everybody. You know what I mean? Check, check, check it out, check, check, check it out. Activate dance mode countdown. Five, four, three, two. Let's get it. Oh my god! Oh, 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 oh my god! Shout out to Money Gang Didi. This has been my joint. Ah, 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 shit! She said I don't want no scrub, no So that's up in the stock, oh I don't want your love, no Feel like I need your love, oh You're now live in the, you're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ Hold on me, hold on me Take control Like gon' pull up at your front door Oh, 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 oh yeah Anytime your love got me demonized But your demon heart and demonized And I can't look into them cause love is blind Just like this clock 19, I need you right by my side Little shorty in school, but she still find time to read my mind And she still up it on a nigga, make a nigga do the cha-cha slide No shorty gon' touch your bag, you ain't got a bag, then you not my type No, I don't know my old bitches, they don't even cross my mind Scary too bad, bad, gotta make you mine So them bitches cha-cha slide You are up it on a nigga, make a nigga do the cha-cha slide Gun on my oh, side, oh, 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 my God. Stuff, but I won't cha-cha slide Girl, I swear love is bringing out my toxic side She said I don't want no scrub Let's get it Shout out BTB, new project, perfect timing. That joint been going crazy. Greenberg, what up? What up? Thank you for listening. Uh huh. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. Uh, this time we going off the Richter. Visions in these verses, that's enough to picture. Too real, I've never been fake. Talking like I've been great. Been pouring out my love while they say hate. Uh, number one on everybody playlist. All my King James shit, set the arrangers for anyone talking dangerous Recorded ravenous, the same place I laid this, so everything gotta be sacred Every feature they dapping me up in amazement, it's a legendary You're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ and we do whatever's necessary, nothing getting past me like I was playing a secondary All them chips on my shoulder making a sweater heavy Dropped the EP in February It flew over their heads, I don't think they was ever ready I'm the nicest at the shit, any rapper can get it I mean however many Freestyles coming back to get them acting right Took a break to sit and reflect And just look back at life Ravenous to be as half as nice People comment, take it easy, that's just some bad advice I felt that Shout out to Money Gang, shout out to BTB Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of the Four Side Podcast. Everybody, <coughs> Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, and it's your boy Wills. Well, what's up? It's A to the Kazoo. Episode one forty-eight is here. Thank you to everybody that's listening. Whether you're a first-time listener or a multi-time listener, love is love. Happy March! Literally, we just, today is the first uh, recording this. 
uh, March 1st, 2020. Uh, make sure you visit the official website, foresideny.com. Follow us on social media at the Foresight Company on IG and at Foresight Company on Twitter. Once again, Twitter has been acting weird. So there's a reason why at the Foresight Company can't match both platforms. We've been cooking up. We got a lot of dope stuff on the way. Fellas, how have y'all been feeling, man? Man, tired. This, this work day was tired on live, but yo, we high. We be here. We alive. We getting back to it. You feel me? Uh, that's, that's that's really that's that's really all that matter right now, man. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Um, what about you, good sir? Uh, I've been good. Um, trying, you know, staying positive, doing what I gotta do. Um, I kind of got some weird news yesterday on my mom's birthday. Um, I was gonna talk about it before the show, but it don't really matter. Um, yeah, I know, but everybody knows. I've said it on the show. I don't really like uh, know who my father is. I never uh-huh. really grew up with my father or whatever. But um, when I was like twenty, I found uh, my brother on Facebook because I knew I had like older brothers, but I was looking for my father basically on Facebook when I was like 20, about to turn 21. Long story short, I found one of my brothers, wrote him on Facebook or whatever. And I told him like, yeah, I'm about to turn 21, da da da, I think you're my brother, da da da. Basically he was my brother. He was like, oh yeah, I am. Uh, My father did tell me I had a brother in New York, da da da, they live in North Carolina. So I'm like, so we had a convo like that day and he was basically telling me like, oh yeah, your pops, he's kind of like, he's kind of like a dickhead, da da da, it's, it sucks that we don't really know each other and shit like that. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, da da da, but it was kind of my fault. I never really kept in touch. Like after we spoke that day, I never really kept in touch, but that, I was young. I was like 20, just going yeah. on 21. So it was like a weird spot for me. It was, uh, it was like, I didn't know how to go like forward with that. So. I mean, we never spoke. So um, it was cool. We still remain friends on Facebook and shit. Like, I, I would like, like, pictures and shit throughout the years and shit like that. And um, the other day, like, the other night, I get on, I just go on Facebook randomly, and I see he wrote, like, a status that my father was in a motorcycle accident, is in a coma, oh, wow. and he might not make it type shit. So, oh, wow. yeah, it was kind of like a weird, like, feeling because it's like I don't really know you and you basically like abandoned me so it's like my whole life I grew up like low-key like hating him like not hate but it's just like I always was like yo why this nigga like don't want to fuck with me like it was like yeah. like that Will, that Will Smith scene that should always touch me bro like I oh, that shit always yeah, that, that's me. real talk so that's it was real. like I always like I always just wondered or whatever and when I'm not I'm not gonna lie and when I was in 11th grade he reached out to he wrote me like a three-page letter because like he has his own company, but I could tell he didn't write it from the heart or whatever. He must have told his assistant or whatever to type it up. It was like a three-page letter typed up or whatever. And he was like telling me his whole life and all this other shit. He's from the Bronx, moved to Westchester, da-da-da. That's how he met my mom. So uh he basically wanted me to like move in with him, like or, or move down south after I graduated high school or whatever. I was going, I was like 17 or whatever, going on 17 at that time. And I'm like, bro, I didn't, I don't know you. I'm like 17 years old. Like I've never met you. We never spoke on the phone or anything. Like 
how you just gonna ask me next year after I finish uh, school to just come live with you? I don't know. I don't. I don't feel safe. Like we would have to build a relationship before any of that happens. But Fact. I didn't do that or whatever. I guess he was mad. I don't know. Never kept in touch after that. And now I seen that message or whatever. Me being me, even though I don't really know him, I still reached out to my brother and was like, "Yo, I'm praying for y'all and shit like that. Let me know if anything." And that's basically it. I don't really like, I don't want to say like I'm hurt, like I feel bad or anything, because I don't know him. But it is a whack situation, and I don't really wish death or anything. I don't wish that on nobody. So, absolutely. I've been, a, I've been in a weird place for the, like the past two days. But yeah, that's my fault. My fault for venting on the pod like that. Nah, that's what it's for. That's, that's what we hope for, man, privately or publicly, man. Hey, it's. I don't think it's strange at all for you to feel that way. I think a lot of people feel like that with family members that they haven't uh, met or stayed in touch with for a while, you know, because on one hand, on one hand, if Pops was a complete stranger, like literally, it would be like, oh, okay, that's terrible, but you wouldn't care. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it it is your father. So even though that history does exist where the history exists that you don't have history, the yeah. father connection will always make you feel that way. So it's not mm-hmm. weird at all. Yeah, and nah, I know. And then it was like my, I had reached out to a few people that know about like my, well, my friends know and then like a few girls or whatever know. They're um, like the people that really know my situation. Like I reached out to them and it was basically all said the same thing. Like I wasn't wrong for reaching out. It's best I reach out because if something does happen, he doesn't make it. I probably like have that on my, like live with that. Yeah. Like damn, I should have. Even though we don't really know each other or spoke, like I should have said something to my brother, so I did it anyway. No, it's good. I'm on the road. Like it's, it's really good that you at least reached out because you don't want that shit on your conscience, man. That should release. Yeah. Facts, yeah. For real, man. It's it's not weird at all. It's not weird at all. And crazy enough, as you was telling that story, I thought this was gonna be a story about you discovering that you had a new brother or something or reconnecting. <laughs> so I got it completely. <laughs> I have to completely scrap my 23 and me joke that I had in my head ready to go. <laughs> I mean, you found out I do have a brother. I mean, I don't know if y'all knew, but I got I got like three older brothers. Yeah, I, I knew of one of them, <laughs> but this other one was new. So I had like a 23 and me joke ready to go to like celebrate the occasions. But uh <laughs> but clearly the tone of the story required a much more serious uh, dialogue so i was like uh, <laughs> another day like a serious he's like oh man nope uh, uh, let me just tuck this away <laughs> yeah let me just let me you share that i had it let me share that i had it but you know <laughs> brought to you by 23andme <laughs> <laughs> can't relate to that happy that my guys got through another week productive uh of course we said it privately but publicly wishing more life and more happiness to to uh to mama fargo you now saying will's mother uh so of course Thank you, uh, happy birthday to mom dukes now to start off the show episode 148 of course even though it's no longer black history month 
again, uh, the the routine of shouting out those that we know that have been cooking up in whatever arena it is will live on on a full-time basis. And of course, I'm all about giving credit where credit is due. So salute to my guys at the Stay Busy Podcast for putting me on to that. Uh, Armand, Nick, you know the vibes over there, guys. Uh, so for this week, for me, I want to shout out the writers that I know. Uh, I've been seeing a lot, a lot of those writers. Some I know either personally on and offline or just through online been not only cooking up really dope stuff, but I've been getting some really dope opportunities, man. Like they're starting to get on bigger platforms or they have established themselves independently. So off the top of my head, let me shout out um, my friend and mentor, Carl Lamar from Billboard. My homie Mark, who's been cooking up at Billboard and Hip Hop DX. Of course, you already know we got the good friends of the show by way of the commission, um, Armand and Regina. Salute to Brandon, who's been doing his thing with the writing and the podcasting. Caleb, shout out to Jordan Rose, who's been bodying stuff for a whole bunch of people. Young boy that's currently at Q's. I think he's been writing for recently. Variety, Complex, and so much more. Uh, I have some great writing news I'll share at the end of this shout out piece. But uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Shout out to the writers. Everybody's been killing it, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, damn, who do I have? Because I think this is the first bit don't have nobody in mind. But honestly, you know, I, I, I'm gonna just say in, in in a similar vein to Arden, like you know, shout out to the creators, but more so, like, you know, like the the music creators, right? Because I got you know, um, I got some friends. Obviously, we all do, you know, who's, who's done, doing the music shit. Um, especially right now, I'm the COVID times change how it used to be. I know it's a little bit harder, but at the same time, I know a lot of niggas getting a lot more inspiration, getting a lot more things done. So at least off the top of my head to people that I do know myself. Um, shout out to my man's Ish. You know what I mean? He's a producer. Um, Ishimatsu. That's uh, that's his name right there. Um, another one. Shout out to my own family. My nigga uh, Mike. You know he just got this EP recently. So big shout out to him as well. And um, but yeah, that, that's that's pretty much all. Like all, all the all the all the music creators out here. Big shout out to all of y'all. Yes, well, what you got, good sir? Um, well, I got my boy. Um. Well, he goes by like the third or whatever on um, Instagram. He's a, he's like from Yonkers. I knew him for a while, but he like does art. But it's like I can't. It's like art, art. Like it, like I recently mm-hmm. just seen him do a um, a piece on a canvas. But like the way he did it was like he melted the the like mm. paint or something. And um, I feel like I know who you're talking about too. I think I follow him. Quotes on it. You probably follow him. That's my yeah. Yeah, I knew him since like 2008, bro. Probably before that or whatever. That's my boy. Um, he made like a plush doll. You seen the plush? He made a yeah, plush doll. Yeah, 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 yeah Pharrell. Yeah. Um, yeah, can't really. I, I just know it's the third. Like, and then he spells it with like three eyes or whatever. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. See, real. I don't want to say his real name because I don't know if he like goes by that or says it. But um, yeah, but yeah, um, I want to give him a shout out. I see he's also been, I don't know if he's working with um, with the guys over at uh, Visionary Society, Father Stretch My Bands, but like the last piece he did, he was like basically wearing their stuff and like they was like kind of uh, reposting the stuff that he did. So I guess uh, shout out to both of them. Um, that's really it. Oh, shout out to my boy uh, JB Engineer over at Unity Music. Yeah, yes, sir. That's my boy. Been talking to him lately. Um, yeah, that's really it that I got for now. 
Nice. That's always good, man. Shout out to those that we shouted out. Shout out to those that we haven't. But you know, at any given time, we be showing y'all love individually or as a collective. Uh, to bring it back to me, you know, <clears throat> rarely do I share uh, good <clears throat> business news about myself, even though I'm lucky enough to, uh, to say that it happens quite a bit. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm low-key humble with it, man. I just tell those <laughs> and then I move on with it. <clears throat> but uh, by the time you guys hear this, tomorrow uh, my writing debut for Billboard will be up and running. Price of the book going the fuck up. Yeah, Bill, Billboard, Arden's on the way. Uh, got a house on both coasts, but I live in the charts now. You know? Yes, uh, I've always wanted to say that. It feels good. You know, got the billboard melodies, rap something I do on the side. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, my, my my writing debut is going up tomorrow for Billboard. Uh, I had the chance to sit down with Kylie's very own Draco the Ruler for a very dope interview. New Big Safe just came out, The Truth Hurts. Wrote up on that, body that. Salute to Carl Lamar for giving me the chance to do that. Like I said, that's my homie. That's my mentor. Salute to Regina, who connected me with Carl like a year ago. So I told her today she was going crazy through the text. And yeah, I'm excited, man. Another level that I reached. Super duper happy. Of course, I'm always thankful for what it will not only do for me, but for, you know, everybody that's with me, including Forsyth. So I'm really looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. what that's opportunity will lead to uh speaking of opportunities and new we've been living in a new world over the last week because bobby schmurda has been home we got new weather uh uh new everything like bobby really came through and set the tone right as he's officially been home a week uh well so start this off with you i know you like everybody else including me have how Bobby's been moving since he's been home, even though it's just opening week. What are your thoughts on it? Um, not gonna lie, I was kind of surprised to see him do the uh, the whole GQ interview. That, that was fire. Heard. Salute to the uh, man or woman who wrote that piece. That piece was tough. I liked it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. I was kind of surprised because you remember how? Remember when, when we was talking about it last time? How his mom said. He was gonna come home and he wasn't gonna do all that, but it's like he got straight to it with that. Um, I respected that. I respect Fraser Thought. Fraser T. Salute to Fraser T. Mm-hmm. I was res- I respected that. I respect the whole uh Quavo actually going to get him and stuff like that. Was that was dope. Um <laughs> I felt like uh the party was a little bit too overwhelming for him, too much. Too much for the first day. For the first day, they could have did that the next night. The first, the first, the first party could have been could have been just gang and family or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Next night, I'm next good. night, he could have did something crazy. I just felt like he did a he did a lot the first day he came home or whatever. Um. So, right now, um, I don't know. He, he, he I like how he came home. I just went in for uh some music. Or whatever. I don't like how niggas was uh, talking about. Oh, he did this on his live, but the other guy did this on his live when he came out. I'm like, who cares about that? Yeah, that's like, there. And technically, he wasn't even on his own live. He like joined Rowdy's live 
Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. mad funny seeing him struggle to get that thing going. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Man. Yo, 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 check the bottom. Check the bottom. I think it's right there at the bottom. Hold on. But, what, but what's funny is that Bobby was, if you pay attention closely, Bobby was, like, with another nigga named Fetty. So, so Bobby's like, Fetty, how you doing? I nothing with... And the nigga's like, Nigga, he talking about his brother. Bobby like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot his brother. Like, if you be, like low key, Bobby was like, oh yeah, my fault, I forgot he had a brother. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny, bro. It was it was funny, but it shows once again like the fact that that's why I was saying last week, like, yo, give him some time to like get used to this. Like, there was even a little quip in the GQ article where. uh I think it was the beginning of the article where they said like Bobby like looked around and said some stuff like yo how much time I got in the shower and all this yeah. like, yo you not in prison no more F out of there yo wash your ass as long as you can like, <laughs> what you doing and it's like bro like he needs that time so I'm yeah. like yeah and then and um I mean from the article I could already kind of tell just from the work that they was putting in when they was out and like coming home um bobby's not he never really like really cared to rap it was just something that happened like yep. like it's, they they encourage him or whatever so the music shit is like uh i'm not gonna expect him to drop as fast as rowdy did yeah but and speaking of rowdy want, side note that nav record is crazy bro it's my it's my favorite it's my favorite song like if I'm in a bad mood, I play that. It automatically just puts me in a good mood. Like no matter, I was doing laundry today. I was trying, I was trying my hardest not to dance in the laundry mat while I'm folding my clothes. Huh. I'll be dancing all over the place when I'm <laughs> that joint on. That shit goes stupid. Um, oh, crazy. Hey, uh, Wills, you got any more to add before I pass it? Ak. Um, not really. I just, I just, I just want to see. I want to hear some music, but I don't want to pressure him. But then again, I do want to hear something really <laughs> bad. So. Yep. Yeah. You know what? Oh, I mean. that's what I wanted to add. Uh, as I pass it to you, AK Wills, wasn't in that same article they said Bob, uh, Bobby's video and outfit for 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 High Boy was paid for by one of his friends. Yeah. It's in the rap. Why yep. did he pay for the video and his outfit? Like that's crazy. Look, man, that's crazy. So, I mean, that that really just goes to show a lot of things, man. That like, low key, that Bobby, whoever that friend was, I, I feel like he, he did save Bobby like a lot. You know, some real shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the way she went down the line. But uh, aside from that point, man, I'm just happy to see this nigga Bobby home. It feel good. Like you said earlier, the moment that nigga came home, a lot of shit done changed. The fucking sun came out, all the snow done started melting. Man, like, man, like the weather got a little bit warmer. You feel me? Like, yo, Knicks, Knicks are over 500. Over 500? That's the half of them back down right there. That's how we know, you know. That's that next second of right back down. Like, yo, like, the moment he came home, this the energy started shifting. And honestly, that's something that I, I really love to see, man. Like, and even going back to like this the DQ interview, it's I, I enjoyed reading that, just especially the same with like all these. And the little tip is like, yo, the fact that his it's his man was really the one that paid for those videos. The fact that even though like he wasn't really looking to be looking to be a rapper, he really appreciates that. You know how like 
this shit really did open mad doors for me. This shit really did in a way that kind of like saved my life on some real shit. So it's just like that that I truly like, you know, respect. I love to see. So I think for me, like, I didn't like like Will's. Like, I don't really want to pressure him. But obviously as a fan, like, I really want to see this nigga, you know, come back, drop some shit. And I think I think the biggest stuff for me is that like, oh, niggas was really waiting for this man to come home, man. Like, I think like the day before, um, when he, when he got his official IG or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he got like, what, four, like, damn near five million followers in like one day, less than one day on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, like, that niggas love and he's been waiting for him to come home. And honestly, I hope that when he drop, and I, they just, this is going to get, I don't know, I don't know how to like put it into words on some real shit. I just really hope that when he drops, the reception he gets, the fan love he gets, all, everything that he gets is like 10 times more. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he deserves everything right now, bro. Real talk. I agree. I know for me, my thoughts are the same as y'all, man. Like, of course, I'm looking forward to the music, but I think him, I think he's gonna really just take his time and just chill. Like you should low key, you could really like within that crew, just like let Rowdy cook a bit more. Yeah. Because he's been he's really been like heating up. Like again, that nav record goes crazy that record's so good that it should last until the beginning of summer like may june ish i'm gonna keep honest with you i feel i feel like right right around that time that should probably really gonna take off because niggas really gonna be outside vaccine gonna go outside that's the vaccine gonna be in people's systems like i'm telling you niggas will be back like when I hear that, I just see myself in the club. And I'm like, I haven't been in a club in so long. So it was just like, damn, man, I can't wait to get back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, like, they, they're going to play that record for the simple fact, like, yo, it's Roddy. They want they want niggas to be like, yo, mom, this, the, the real is back home. They, they When that time comes, they really going to be playing the shit out that record. So I just know, like, that's going to that's gonna be like, no lie, I, I think... Bills, I'm giving the Bills because he's the first one I really brought this song like out here. But like, yo, that really might be the song of the summer on some real shit. If bro, if this, you know how we play, it's so fire, bro. Song of the summer. I'm gonna give Bobby till May. Musically. Musically, yeah. I wanna, I'm gonna give him till May. Let him do his thing for now. Like, let him get acclimated, and then I will like summertime, summer 2021. It's like, all right, bro, you gotta set the tone. Yeah. At that point, Roddy should be should have been out for what half a year. Yeah. So you got a couple months. But yeah, man, welcome home, Bobby. Uh really, really dope to see is lovely for real. The energy did change for the better. Like I think that's something that not only can be said figuratively, but literally, like the energy did change for us. Yeah. Part of the culture and that follows it. Um, Although, real quick, like, like on, on some drinking shit, right? Aside from, aside from like the Bobby, like I'm speaking of energy change. Y- y'all seen that uh, them jokes about a uh, Meg and a nigga with the kissing picture? Uh, last year, the shit went downhill after she did that. Easy. So, like, movie came out, pan- fucking pandemic, all that shit. Now she got a black man kissing on her neck. Shit, yo, energy changing. Energy really changing out here, man. You gotta wait, wait. Last year, a white man kissed on her neck. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. She didn't do that GEZ video. But G-E-Z. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. she changed after that, right? Yeah, and GEZ, and then the world went down after those two had those pictures together. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, so now, yeah, it's so crazy. Now, so, so that shit better reverse. That's it. <laughs> better. And it's, so, and, it's, and it's so random, too, that she's with partisan. But hey, salute to them. No, that's real. Salute to them. Speaking of new, man, 
any new any new music that you guys have been checking out uh, checking out lately? Uh, I would play some of it, but again, I'm not trying to get sniped. Like I know Universal's been going down harder and harder because the, because the boy is dropping very soon. But, uh, that what's next record by Drizzy goes bananas. So of course, been playing that. Actually, Wait, that was the- a real leak. That was something new. Yeah. Well, so you got it. I'll text it to you now. Yeah, text it to because I seen um, I seen academics or whatever tweet because he speaks to Drake or whatever person. So he was like, uh, he was like, I spoke to Drake earlier or some shit. Uh, hold on, let me. Y'all can still hear me. Yeah. The the boy is coming. Aubrey yeah, Champagne Drake Brown. Yeah. He's on the so way. He said, what's next record was just a warm-up thing. He's working <laughs> over time, creating his masterpiece, CLB, on the way for real. He also told me he's shooting some videos, probably dropping something this week. The GOAT is back, y'all. Aubrey Champagne Poppy Drake Graham. <laughs> I hate hearing that nigga academics talk, man. It's fun. Yo. This nigga is my age. Like, what the fuck? Whereas Drake, 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 the, them Drake joints going crazy. Uh, I enjoyed the Bryson Deluxe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last two records I liked. Uh, again, like I said, the the Jesse Owens record's been going crazy. Truth Hurts mixtape's been dope to me. Shout out to Daniel Carr, new album out. That's been dope. Uh, and of course, yeah, Money Gang Didi, that uh, that Demon Love record, I really like. So that's all I got when it comes to new music, honestly. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just telling y'all. Oh, my fault, Jago. Oh no, I, I was gonna just say the same shit. Like honestly, the only thing like I really know about is uh the Chloe X Haley shit. I know they dropped like some deluxe shit recently. Same thing with um Bryson. But yeah, that, that's about it for the new music tip for me. Yeah, same same here, Bryson Jordan. I'm still listening to that. That TJ and Black joint, that shit's still going crazy. Yeah. Um, and I told you, I just be on be on the lookout for uh Coyla Ray. That she 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 working, bro. Tell me, I just watch. Nah, it, it was funny. You talk talk about her. It was funny when folks was like uh the picture, the screenshot of her on FaceTime with Bobby, and it was like, yo, Bobby's just picking Bobby, up the phone for anybody, for anybody right? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit had me crying. Is it probably just picking up the phone for anybody at this point? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you say that shit? It's not hilarious. (laughs) He was like, like, I guess he screenshotted the pic. He was like, This. And I guess she posted it. Niggas reposted on Twitter and said, Bobby just picking up the phone for anybody at this point. (laughs) Thanks. Facts. And, and, I, and I like her too. Salute so to her. She's dope. I'm like, nah, I'm not really confident that Bobby really knows her. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, unless unless they knew each other because they probably like around the same age, right? Or not. He's older than her. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like, yeah he should be. He's older. Yeah, yeah, he's older. So I don't know. Maybe I was, I was going to say maybe he knew her like before he popped because remember she is Benzino's daughter. Oh, I be forgetting about that shit. I be forgetting some of these people be having a lot of industry connects. That's true. That's that true. <clears throat> that is very true. That is very true as well. But I do know that uh, what you gonna call it? A source that told me. And honestly, when it comes when it goes back to Drake, 
I, I was sensing, you know, the OVO senses were tingling. I was like, he's going to start going up a bit. Mm. Like, because this is my theory that I feel like is honestly a fact. I know him and his camp are leaking those records. They got him. I know they're doing it. They I know be. they're doing it because it's easier than actually having to prep a single. So you can just leak it. Right. And, and it's the same way. Right. Like the what's next initially got out because DK Metcalf from the Seahawks uh, played a snippet of the record. Right. And what, then you started seeing people uh, play 10 to 20 seconds of the record MP3 style. So that's how I already knew. I'm like, oh, yeah, the full record is coming out, but it's going to be another leak. But with that said, I, I definitely think at this time. Drake and them know what's up, okay? It's two months or a month and a half since CLB was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. They haven't given us anything new to start the year off right. Like, it's it was just a year ago that you gave us When to Say When in Chicago Freestyle. And before that, you gave us Life is Good, along with Tussie Slide along the way somewhere. And you mm-hmm. giving us nothing this year. Now's the time. I, I I feel it. I'm gonna call it. I think two Drizzy related stuff will come out between this week and the next. I believe it. That's that's my prediction. It's March. I heard. I don't know if y'all remember, but I said it on a podcast a few months ago that Baby Keem and Drizzy had a record together, and Keem is dropping this Friday. I feel like there's a legit chance. That Keem record is the Drake record. Mm. And I think along the way somewhere, Drake will also drop a video similar to the one they say one in Chicago freestyle. This is my first time doing my insider swag. <laughs> I'm putting my insider hat on. I'm starting to feel it. You know what? I honestly I believe that shit. I believe that shit. I believe it too. I, I think, but for me, I, I know a different tell, which honestly, you might not, y'all might not think is a tell, but but a, a tell for me that Drake at least will be dropping soon. I, I, I wasn't thinking like the next two weeks, but I was just thinking at least he will be dropping eventually. You know what I mean? Within the next couple months, is a simple fact that a lot of it is Justin Bieber coming out saying, "Yeah, I'm dropping an album now." So for me, that's like okay, we got like one of the biggest stars right now saying, "Yeah, okay." I'm in album mode right now. You feel me? So when I hear that, it's like, okay, that means a lot of other niggas right now must be in album mode. This means if, if Bieber comes up, and think about who's clearing out. You have you have Bieber dropping. Is when's Bieber dropping again? Is it at the end of the next week? Is it at the end of this week or next week? It's so so. You got Bieber dropping this month. Bruno and Anderson. Well, notice that's another one. Anderson I'm excited for that shit. Talented. Me too. But Bruno, the monster megastar, he's dropping. Mm-hmm. I don't think he Drake is. I don't think Drake is worried about competing. But if you waiting for a clear slate, you get JB out of here, you get Bruno out of here, and as of right now, you don't know if your two other fellow giants and Cole or Kenny are, are popping up. Now's the time to warm up. Now's the time to get going. Like. Definitely got to do another single. Definitely got to do a couple more features. Because three to four records is what he needs until the project or until the next big joint. That's that's what he needs. So I think, I really think over these next two weeks, 
will get a feature and I think there's a video. I really do. I feel like it's that time, man, like to kick off the year because you can't go the entire first quarter of the year when it wraps up in April and you haven't given us nothing officially. I don't think he'll do that. That's insane. If not, hey, that album better be a masterpiece, boy. <laughs> exactly, because I'm waiting. So he better that drop joint better be a masterpiece. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, man, because like he he, he kind of set the bar for this for this album. I think simply just because the way he's been promoting this album compared to like this other stuff, it hasn't been the same. And not in all honesty, like the way he's been promoting this just makes me feel like nah, this really is gonna be like that one from the from the Nike shit from like the Nike merch, right? To the separate Nike clothing line that's that's separate from the merch, like you know what I mean? Like from even shit from the video to the damn yeah. haircut to the to literally everything. Like he's really like submitting all this shit around his album, even the fucking album title, Certified Lover Boy. Like that, that, that's some that's the most Drakeish title possible. You feel me? <laughs> like everything to me is pointing that he like this try. I don't know if he's trying to make this shit be his magnum opus or whatever, but everything to me is just putting like, yo, this is about to be a crazy album. So I'm really trying to keep my expectations lowered. So I, I'm not, you know what I mean? Because it's not too 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 high, but like, yo, he's really just been giving us a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yo, man, like, y'all better be, hope y'all ready. Yo, I'm, I'm about to come, you know what I mean? Like, so hopefully, man, hopefully something got to drop soon. Something. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see. Speaking of Twitter, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Twitter basically has done it again. Uh, they told y'all, hey, look, we like what y'all been doing on Instagram and Snapchat with the stories. Let me grab that. Uh, I looked at Clubhouse and said, oh, y'all have a little cute audio platform. Let me jack that from y'all. And uh, now they say, yo, OnlyFans, I need that. <laughs> so Twitter is now enabling a paid feature method to which Twitter users can charge folks for exclusive content, including tweets, a.k.a. making it officially tweet fans. All right? It's going down. Wales, how do you feel about that? Um, I get it. I see what they're trying to do. It's cool, but it's kind of trash because Twitter was the place you go where it's free. Like even the girls, even the joints on OnlyFans, they posting, they getting previews on Twitter. So I know about to pay for the preview. Yes. Crazy. Niggas, yo, you think you gotta pay for the preview? Nah, that's crazy. Pay for the previews, man. Y'all niggas better catch me on Reddit, yo. To add to what Wills is saying, Wills, I'm gonna pass it back to you. I just want to add a little more detail. Um, the payment feature called Super Follows will allow Twitter users to charge followers and give them access to extra content. That could be bonus tweets, access to a community group, subscription to a newsletter, or a badge indicating your support. So basically, like Patreon as well. So they got the whole OnlyFans and Patreon bag. And mm. a mock-up screenshot, Twitter showed an example where a user charges $4.99 per month to receive a series of perks. All of y'all on there, as I pass it back to Wills, all of y'all had to say, I can't believe this place is free. Well, I'm now look at you. 
I can't believe this place is free. I can't believe this app is free. Now look at you. This is only the start. Capitalism, I tell you. <laughs> Yo, no name be off or something, man. I'm telling you. Well, do you want to add back to it? I just wanted to add a little more. And I mean, nah, I mean, it's just niggas got to pay for the previews now. It's crazy. I don't, I just don't understand. Like, I get it, but wait, and it's going to be a whole new app too, right? Nah, I think it's, it's on the app. On the app. Oh, damn. Oh, okay, okay. But damn, man, niggas is ruining the fun. They just trying to get the bag out of everybody. It's cool. Whatever. You don't think they paid attention? Mm. Shit, I'm about to make niggas start charging for my tweets. I'm about to be like, yeah, I'm tweeting some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got the exclusive. Nah, for real. Nah, that's going to happen. You know, before it passes back to AK, there was two things I wanted to say. Seriously, Twitter one day woke up and saw every folks' replies like, I can't believe this is free. And they said, you know what? <laughs> Yo, exactly. this is really crazy how this is free. Like, and we didn't get no coin. Mm. We ain't getting coin from these folks. Oh no, we gotta do something. And and secondly, I think I remember telling my shorty this when I told her the news. I ain't gonna front, yo. All the OnlyFans joints <laughs> prospering. Because if you are already getting folks to prosper from whatever y'all show on Twitter to join another website, mm-hmm. now you can do the same thing on here. It's curtains. It is curtains. Yep, and like I said, I jokingly said it, but capitalism. If Twitter is smart, they got to chill with all of this, oh, we're going to ban and cut down all of these pornographic views. Why? These shorties are now going to bring in an extra source of income for Mm y'all. They're the ones that's really going to benefit the most. Relax. Capitalism. (laughs) You can't make no cash off of that? What? I'm bugging. Yo, tell me nothing. Because who else really going to use the feature? Like, that's what I'm saying. What can I I charge for to see me too? Other than other than the other than the health community, like the the so-called or real trainers or whatever, Mm -hmm. the the sex workers and dancers will be the number one leading users. And 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 there's no problem with that. Other, it's literally gonna be, you know, all you herbity, you fit, da 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 da, all y'all financial scammers from Forex number three, mm-hmm. and then it's gonna be the sex sex workers, and they gonna body that. So chill with banning accounts, let them bring in the income, capitalism. That's a fact. I think honestly though, aside from those people, you know, you know, there's gonna be some people who think like now nah, they hot shit. That yeah, you know, I'll be I'll be tweeting fire, man, yo. And let me just trust let me just trust 10 for this. Let me let me trust 499 for this shit. Okay. So all y'all niggas, I'm letting y'all know right now, ain't nobody paying for y'all shit. You will be blocked. <laughs> ain't nobody paying for your shit. I, I let me be damned if I find out that you are behind the table. I'm blocking your shit. I, I don't give a fuck. And now you a lot of y'all ain't, ain't worth it. A lot of y'all ain't worth it. So the, so the show is about to make mad better off that. Salute to y'all on some real shit. Honestly, see this shit as another way for like um artists and just like People in general, creators in general, just probably to connect with their fans too. Like, but on on some real shit though, I know what I wonder though. Uh, like, I wonder if like how the payoffs is really gonna be on some shit. Like, whether like they're gonna get that full, like let's say it's, it's five, like they're gonna get that full five dollars, or if Twitter's gonna pocket some of that shit. And I think if, like whatever that that 
that when news comes out of that, I think that's probably gonna be like the, the determining factor. Like if they if all the niggas get like at least ninety percent of, of of all that that bread that comes in, you know, when people so, uh, subscribe to them, then that's I think people will be more inclined to use it versus if let's say feels like you know what man, yeah, yeah, we're gonna let you get paid from this shit, but we're gonna take a quick little thirty percent. You know what I mean? Like so, however Twitter decides to so like you know like split this up, I think that'd be the, the deciding factor in all this. Yeah, that's gonna be another thing too. Definitely got to see how the splits, and then of course with the clubhouse. Uh, Twitter will be launching this year's Spaces, which is basically their own version of Clubhouse, word for word, ball for ball, where you get to set up these rooms with folks on Twitter and talk their stuff. And boy, I will channel my inner AK because whatever those moments occur, I will choose violence. (laughs) I will like to see what happens uh, as a mainly peaceful advocate. Mm I can't wait, and I need people to screenshot so I can hear back the recordings the morning after. Man, <laughs> yo, you know something about, about Clubhouse? At least, at least Clubhouse, you can t- kind of tell, like, all right, like, you already know the bullshit that's coming out of it. You really know it's going to be people who's really just trying to, like, oh, let me see if I can really, like, finesse all these niggas. Let me see if I can really scam them. You really know the bullshit that's coming out of Clubhouse. Twitter is a whole different beast in the sense that, like, it's a worse echo chamber that's off trees alone right and then now you tell them you're gonna have a lot of those same people with those with those trash ass trees and trash ass tits <laughs> and those species groups and you tell me there's not about to be some a whole bunch of chaos yo fam i'm gonna be first row center listening to that shit. i won't even be talking i'm gonna just be listening tonight's tonight's topic can we still trust trust sweetie since she puts ranch on her spaghetti can we still do that <laughs> like that's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing, yo. We we really about to be having a whole bunch of two hundred dollars. Yo, we gonna be having a whole bunch of two hundred dollar dates, right? Gonna be talking. Gonna be, yo, we actually gonna hear the fly out story like in real time. Like you know, like remember, like, do you ever remember that fly out story where my where my man's got the whole uh, SoundCloud links dropped on him, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that classic? Remember that classic? See, that was yo. Whoever that shorty was, that shorty was a trendsetter. Now look what's happening. Now look what's happening. Now we are gonna be able to be able to get those reactions in real time, and that's gonna be perfect. That's that's the that's the chaos I love. I want from Twitter. Oh, what if for one of those flyout stories, there's two different rooms: the shorty that's waiting and the dude that's flying in, or vice versa? Yo. And then we get live. T- then we get live of these answers going. Yo, that's shit. This shit about to be it, man. That's why I can't be live. It can't be live. Nah, somebody gonna die over this. <laughs> Death is an imminent with that. That joint is going to be crazy. Last topic I got, uh, yesterday a report from Billboard came out that the music business is still music businessing, making money, making their bread. So what that concerts didn't happen this year because we got streaming. And shout out to all of y'all that love to buy vinyls because vinyls apparently were a top two profitable source of income for the music business. The music business revenue grew 9.2% over the last year, bringing in over $12 billion, according to this report from Billboard. And like I said, streaming played a huge, huge part, including the new streaming platforms that came in because God knows who doesn't have a streaming platform these days. And vinyls became a really, really big thing this year. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 
I do know people have always bought vinyls. I do know that. But boy, for me personally, I can't recall another year where vinyls were this mainstream, where everybody I talked to said, I have either bought or will bought a vinyl. Uh, I think they made up like 23% or 25% of the profit, which is insane. Got out to the music business. CDs went down 23%. Again, not a surprise because who's buying CDs? <laughs> Vinyls and streaming. Vinyls and streaming led the way and the music business made more money. How do we feel about this, fellas, for our last topic? No, no, it's, I, I fuss with it because <clears throat> honestly, like, I'm not really surprised because obviously, you know, niggas really been inside and the way I see it, you know, people are always going to stream the music and even for the vinyl shit, right? Um, I, I feel like people decided to just find, like, find different types of hobbies like in, during this pandemic. So what happened was, you know, hey, yo, let me buy vinyls. Let me start collecting vinyls. And I feel that really became like a, a, a real thing. Honestly. And even for like, um, for artists who maybe like, for, for artists who's like maybe trying to at least make some type of bread, at least make some type of thing. I know vinyls is probably more one of those like direct to consumer type situations. Like, for example, um, there's an artist in Atlanta, Jim Kalechi, who dropped the album recently called Going Home, who <clears throat> that one, he really first did it during the pandemic. It was like, oh, I'm selling most of these through vinyls before I even give y'all like the um like the the streaming version of that shit. Like he sold a whole bunch of that shit, like just purely off vinyls. So I think that that really became like a way and a real a real source of income for a lot of these artists as well, especially the independent ones. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you feel? Nah, for real, I feel the same. Uh, the whole pandemic, basically, I think that played a part in it. People want to be home. They got the whole little new vinyl players. I'm not going to lie. I wanted one. Um, I need a new one, too. I was going to cop a vinyl one time that I didn't have nothing to play it on, so I see why people do want them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was kind of shocked, too, to hear that it played a major part in it, but I could see why. Um I have a friend that buys vinyls like every fucking week. He probably has every album or whatever that came out old or new on a vinyl or whatever. Um, that's City. Shout out to him. Of course. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's dope or whatever. It's kind of cool. It honestly makes me want to go buy some vinyls. Now. I do. I ain't going to front. I think with the, you know, either with the next crib i'll be in or like in the next office space i have i'll buy vinyls just to have it as a part of the decor personal space yeah that's why i wanted one in the first place like when i thought about getting it, when i was like yeah i'm probably just gonna have it more for, like decoration but like i'm gonna wait because i think i'm moving anyway soon probably mm. so nice nice new crib alert mm-hmm. hopefully crib still in white planes That'll be nice. Dope. Hey, a crib's a crib. Yes, sir. Clean roof over the head. But word, I'm definitely thinking, like, I definitely would like a couple of vinyls just to start with for, you know, decor, for inspirational reasons, you know. I definitely would want to get something that's, like, one of my favorite projects over the last 10 years and then get, like, an older vinyl of a project I remember being put onto, like, when I was a kid, maybe, like, uh, a blueprint or a life after death, you know, and then get something, like, Super obvious, of course, like Take Care or My Beautiful Star Twisted Fancy. Like, just to get a couple of those vinyls, that'd be tough just to look at. And that obviously has yeah. for the core reasons and stuff. Yeah. And speaking of Biggie, I, I watched the new Biggie documentary on Netflix today. Oh, it dropped already? 
Yeah, drop to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend you watch it. Uh, I thought it was I'm good. A, I, I, I thought it was different. I thought it was different than uh, any other like Biggie related piece about him. I'm about to say, like, any new information? Yeah, I think it was new. Like, I think they really delved into like his childhood. They definitely delved more into like his friendships with people, especially like certain folks that we hadn't heard of. Like, we know about who his friendships with like Junior Mafia and yeah. E Rock and those guys, yeah. but yeah, certain guys that played a vital part in his career and life, we finally saw those friendships be brought up or other like older people whose relationships with Biggie were brought up. We learned a lot more about his uh, mother, Miss Wallace, and her background. Okay. And apparently they had like a lot of like behind the scenes footage of Biggie from when one of the, one of the guys in the crew, actually D-Rock, was videotaping everything. So they incorporated that footage along with the other stuff. And I thought it was a refreshing look at Biggie without making it be this really sad look that we know of what's going to happen without dedicating half the time to freaking Tupac. Yeah. The East Coast, West Coast war. It was about Biggie and it was done nicely. And uh, I, 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 I enjoyed it. So I recommend you guys and I recommend our audience to checking it out. It's called Biggie. I got a story to tell and it's streaming on Netflix as of today. I'm going to watch it because I'm not going to lie. My, my only favorite that was, I think you, just, you pretty much just said it like half of that shit gets devoted to like Junior Mafia and then like, you know, um, Gang gets the vote to like the Biggie, Tupac, East Coast, West Coast shit. And honestly, we've heard that shit a thousand times already. So the fact that you see like his new Jason, like behind the scenes footage, like there's new new people that he's talking to, that that, that I like to see. So that that, that piques my interest right there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Check it out. Because I, 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 I love Biggie. So, um, I mean, I was going to check it out regardless, even though my mindset going into it was like, it's probably gonna be like all the other ones, and it's not. I was like, "What are they gonna tell us? We don't know." Like shit, like that. But I was gonna watch it anyway. But thank you for letting me know that the way it went. So now I'm really gonna. I'm about to watch it probably after wrestling or some shit. Yeah, honestly, it's an easy, it's a, it's an easy watch. Like it's only a little more than an hour and a half. So uh, you'll, yeah, you'll I was just about to ask how long it is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. like what hour and thirty eight minutes. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It, it goes by quick, bro. You'll mess around. You throw that on, bro, and you'll mess around and check, and you realize you got like forty minutes left. But uh, right. no, it's better than me though, because I wasn't even gonna even gonna watch this shit. I thought I really thought that thought it was gonna be the same old shit, like all over again. So like, nah, I'm I'm excited, so I'm definitely gonna watch it this time. I'm yeah. gonna watch it, check, on, check. especially since I've been on a catfish binge. I need to get out of here. <laughs> I need to. I need to get back on catfish. I love. Yeah, it. Nah, my my my, my, my had me watching Ninety Days Fiance, bro. Like that shit. That shit getting angry inside, man. That's. Now my girl just said something slick. There's a funny joke, and I can't really identify what it was. I'll handle it after the recording. <laughs> 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 Let the public knows what's going home. What goes on in this house? <laughs> but nah, I gotta get back on catfish. I'm trying to think. Speaking of random shows, again as we wrap up, I mean I know my my shorty and I we got through uh what was it called again with Mark Ruffalo on HBO? Uh, if only truth, yeah, if only if you knew the truth. Some some crazy show. The truth that I know or something that all 
what I know is true. Yeah, it's like what I know is true, whatever what it's called like true. that. Yeah, yeah, what I know to be true. Uh, we're really into cooking shows, so we always go through cooking shows. Uh, there's actually this crazy canine reality show on Netflix of this brother. Well, he's not a brother, but like of this brother from L.A. from the hood that is like this world-class canine trainer on Netflix. If you want something really quick to watch, this dude's like a guru, son. And it's the funniest thing because they give these dogs these Maury style dark room close-ups as they start talking about the dogs. <laughs> Hilarious. They be like, yeah, like, like, look, they go to my hand like the camera, right? They'll be like, yeah, man, Molly had a crazy life. And then the dogs are like, like looking in the camera. They have these different close-ins. And I was laughing every time. So I'm like, how do they get these dogs to look in the camera this good in a dark room? <laughs> every time. Pan shots, close-ups for every dog. It was insane. All <laughs> the cameraman, they're like, nah, we need to get the picture. This get right. Mm-hmm, for real. And uh, shout out to those like me that uh, that won't watch that uh, Judas and the Black Messiah movie. I can't do that. <laughs> I I still pass on that. Well, sp- speaking of movies, though, right? Um, big shout out. Let's remember it because big shout out to uh, what's her name again? Uh, Audra Day. Yes, thank yes. you for remembering AK. Yeah, big shout out to Audra Day. Um, first black woman since uh, Whoopi Goldberg since The Color Purple to win the Golden Globes for Best Actress for the um United States versus Billie Holiday. Uh, I haven't watched that movie honestly. Like, not even to take away her credit. Uh, like. I heard Miss Miss reviews about that movie, but I heard like her acting was phenomenal. So just for the fact that she won that shit, she even got a whole ass um what's it called a whole ass EP like her, like covering Billie Holiday songs out right now. So just again, big shout out to her. Congratulations to her. She did that shit. Honestly, she, honestly, it really, it was a good role. Like it was it was an important role. You know, Billie Holiday, like especially what she stood for, everything she did. So again, big shout out to her. Congratulations. And it's crazy like, to see that like, when she came from that every Rise Up song to this now, it's like, yo, like, it, it just reminded me of that Chadwick Boseman shit where he's like, yo, he only picks roles that he knows, like, will, you know, um, but will, will at least move the culture forward. Just from that song to this this role, it, 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 I, I respect it a lot. I really do. And, and you said her name's Audrey Day? Audrey Day, yeah. Audrey Day. Audrey Shout Day. out to her, man, for yeah. winning. Yeah. Salute Shout to Salute to Chadwick Boseman's wife, who I heard gave an incredible speech on his behalf for winning an mm-hmm. award that he won last night. Of course, long live Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, for condolences forever. Yep. So salute to his family and, and everything, man. Long live him, man. And that is that for episode 148 of the Foresight Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, follow us on social media at the Foresight Company and at Foresight Company. All of that stuff will be in the bio. Visit the official website, foresideny.com. We have a lot of exciting stuff on the way. And even though the homie is free, we still do it. Free the guys up top, free the guys down low, especially those that are wrongfully locked up. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, ah. Talk yes, to you. Sir. Free the dogs. Ah.